Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast and video series of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record of the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm Charles Kaufman, Senior Editor of Cargo Facts. And I'm Jeff Lee, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts. This is the weekly wrap for the week of February 5th. Before we begin, I'd like to thank Cargo Facts subscribers and our sponsors, 321 Precision Conversions, Ankara International, GCAS and innovation, Innovative Solutions and Support. Remember, if you're not already subscribed, we invite you to start your free trial today at cargofacts.com. Now, Jeff, we have, we have an exciting episode planned for today um, you know, that requires us to, to look back at uh, last month, which already seems like so long ago. Uh, but if you recall, without much buzz, Airbus quietly wound down its A330-200 uh, production freighter program, revealing in a January order and delivery update that due to a cancellation from MNG Airlines, the backlog had fallen to zero units, uh, and the program was essentially uh, over. Since the program's first delivery back in, in 2010, Airbus delivered a total of 38 A330-200 freighters uh, to a total of eight customers. And interestingly, interestingly enough, at least four of those 38 are, are on the move. And you've been reporting on those, Jeff. Where are we seeing movement in the factory-built A330 fleet? Yeah, you're right. We are seeing some movement. Um, so Qatar Airways, which had four of these A330-200 freighters, um, removed them all of them from, from service last month. Um, and this move consolidates its fleet to the around Boeing freighters, um, two 747-8Fs and 24 777 freighters, uh, with two more to come later this year. Um, it's interesting because Qatar used to ha actually have a larger A330 freighter fleet. Um, they had three leased uh, A330s and five that were owned. Um, the three leased ones left the fleet a couple years ago, and um, they sold one of the five owned ones last year to the Hungarian government. Um, and generally, these A330 freighters were, were good um, for, for launching new routes and for thinner routes. Like uh, they were using them a lot on their, on their Indian routes. Um, and then gradually, they, of course, outgrew the, this platform. Um, they, on the passenger side as well, the airline has been removing the, the A330s as well. So it made sense for them to to phase these out. All right, and where, where are they headed? Do you have any idea where these might end up or is it too early to tell at this point? Well, we can try and connect some dots um, because interestingly, Air Belgium, which is a small leisure airline um, with three A340s, announced um, that it plans to add diversify intercargo and add at least um, four freighters uh, this year. And it plans to begin flying two of these um, in around March. 
And well, we, we tried to reach out to uh, Belgium and they wouldn't discuss uh, these plans just yet. But a couple of sources actually believe that there's something behind, well, there's something more at play here with potentially some, some customer, some kind of customer arrangement already in place, um, which is interesting because, you know, it, it's a relatively small airline and it would make sense um, that there is some kind of deal there for it to suddenly take on all these cargo aircraft. Um, and another kind of dot that we have is that we, and at the same time, Manchester-based uh, THG Group, which is a, um, a you know, UK e-commerce retailer, um, announced last year that it was looking at around two A330 freighters for some kind of own controlled um, network. Um, now this, I think they pushed the, the timeline a bit because it, it was being planned for a launch in, in October last year. And now it seems like they're looking to start this in early uh, 2021 um, with a focus on, initially a focus on Asia Pacific region. So it's interesting to kind of look at all this, uh, you know, this evidence of things happening. And we, it wouldn't be surprising to see this, uh, to see Air Belgium end up potentially flying A330s for this, um, for THG. Uh, we don't know yet, but but I will say that THG, they went public actually um, in September last year, and it was one of the UK's biggest IPOs. So there is some scale there. Of course, they're not anywhere near as big as Amazon or, you know, but they do have 16 uh, distribution centers around the world. And so if they do set up some kind of own controlled operation, it would be um, between Asia and Europe um, to begin with. So it's, in any case, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that, whether or not it's with Air Belgium. There, there are definitely many proposals on the table, um, you know, and, and options for for where these freighters could end up. Uh, as you mentioned, we'll, we'll probably know um, in, in within the next couple of, of weeks or so, since Air Belgium um, does have have plans to put the first two freighters. You know, whether or not these are the the Qatar A three thirties or 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 freighters sourced elsewhere. Um, the, the plans are um, to put those into service pretty quickly. Uh, we should also note that Sichuan Airlines, um, which which took the first three A330 200s that Qatar had had leased from BOC Aviation, and and decided to uh, to retire a few years back. Um, Sichuan has has taken those aircraft and is on the hunt for for at least one more. A330-200 production freighter. Um, you know, the, the Qatar frames are, are are one option. We're not aware of any other operators looking to offload uh, A330 production freighters at this time. Uh, they, they may, uh, in fact, have to go for, for conversions or, or another mm -hmm. type. We'll, we'll see. 
Um, but yeah, there's 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 quite a lot of activity uh, with with the program that has has just ended. Reminds me of the seven four seven program that ended and <laughs> where we're at now. I mean, generally, why do we think that the A three thirty two hundred production freighter um, didn't quite manage to, to attract the same attention um, as the successful 767-300, for example? That is, that is a good question. There are, there are many uh, opinions out there. Um, obviously, freighter choice is a function of capability requirements. Um, and, you know, what needs to be transported and, and the distance it needs to move. And if we look at express operators versus uh, general cargo carriers, uh, you know, the, the densities that are typically being moved in the consolidations are, are quite different with uh, express operators generally carrying densities of around eight pounds per cubic foot. Uh, and um, you know, some of the, the scheduled all cargo carriers uh, building consolidations that are closer to around uh, 10 uh, pounds per cubic foot. This, of course, varies from company to company uh, and changes over over time. Certainly, we've seen uh, the shift to e-commerce, and there, there are questions of how much that is going to uh, change densities. But we're, you know, we haven't heard too much evidence that, uh, um, you know, those those densities are are, are rising um, as a result of e-commerce. I, I think the 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 stressed variable here is is volume um, rather than uh, payload. And if we look at the 767-300 production freighter, and it has greater payload and range capabilities compared to you know, what is considered its predecessor, the A300-600. Um, you know, but the A330-200 uh, is, is uh, more capable compared to the 767 production uh, freighter uh, and conversions as well, obviously. And if we look at design cargo densities, these are are quite telling. Uh, the 767-300 production freighter um, has a design density of about 8.4 pounds per cubic foot, whereas the converted variants um, you know, are, are around 8.1 pounds, which is kind of in line with what we see um, as, as being required by some of the express operators who uh, operate these, these aircraft in large numbers. The A330-200 production freighter, on the other hand, uh, has a design density uh, that is capable of carrying about 9.3 pounds per cubic foot, um, you know, which, is some, which situates it somewhere in between um, 767 and some of the larger wide bodies, which have design densities of uh, around 10 pounds uh, per, per cubic foot or a bit higher. So, you know, many operators have told us that it's in some ways too capable for uh, many express routes and, and not capable enough for, for general cargo. And of course, it depends on, on the network, the routes, uh, the, the cargo uh, being transported. Uh, if we look at the the operators that have opted for the production freighter, you know, you'll notice that none of the uh, major express carriers have ultimately been for that aircraft. Um, although DHL did pick up five uh, that were 
used, and, and these operate alongside uh, freighter conversions, which, which Jeff, um, I think as, as your reporting has, has uh, uncovered in, in recent weeks, the, the prospects look, uh, look better on the conversion front, right? Yeah, I mean, by no means um, are we saying that there isn't a future for the A330, there, there is, but just, uh, you know, a different subspecies, if you will, because the conversions are starting to ramp up now. And in the past 12 months, we've we've seen three new audits. Well, yeah, three new customers. Um, we have Turkmenistan recently and CDB Aviation. Um, and last year we had Stratos. But so we will, I think it is likely that we will see more um, on that front, on the conversion front, particularly because um, you know, we had, there are hundreds of passenger A330s just parked around the world and um, lessors will be looking to for things that they can do with these planes. Um, so I, and further down the line, I mean, let's not forget that IAI, which is currently busy converting 767s, will eventually um, be developing its own A330 conversion program. So. It's there is a future. It's just uh, not here yet, but it will soon be taken off, I guess. Um, but anyway, what's uh, what's on tap for next week? Yeah, so looking ahead to next week, we'll be uh, releasing our 2021 update to our annual wide body freighter fleet analysis. So we'll take a look at how. Um, how the, the pandemic uh, and the, the current uh, air cargo market is um, you know, reshaping the wide body freighter fleet that is uh, currently in service. Um, and we'll also be looking at um, you know, the other end of the spectrum, particularly at some of the, the recent orders uh, for, for narrow body conversions, uh, freighters that are in the works and, and will be uh, working to match some of those uh, those upcoming conversions with and redeliveries with uh, operators. Interesting. Um, that would be definitely interesting to, <clears throat> to, uh, to attempt to work out. But uh, that's all for today. And to those of you listening, thank you for joining us on this episode of Cargo Facts Connect. For the latest on all things freighters and conversions, visit www.cargofacts.com. Thank you, Jeff. See you next week. See you, Charles.